Welcome to the first and only episode of the Farewell to Menzar podcast. Today we will be talking about plot, theme, character, and the history behind the book. Stay tuned to the end to find out what we think about the book. Farewell to Manzanar by Jean Watsutuki Houston is about a young Japanese girl named Jean and her experiences in the internment camp known as Manzanar during World War II after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Jean is seven years old and the year is 1941. Jean and her family live in California. The book starts off when Jean and her family are waving off her father and brothers because they are on their way to a fishing trip. That's because they made their living as fishermen, but they soon come back with news that Pearl Harbor has been just been bombed. Later that day, Jean's father takes all her things that has to do with Japan. Well, that's because people might think they they still have ties to Japan, due to the fact that it was Japan that bombed Pearl Harbor. So because of what happened, the FBI were arresting Japanese men with fishing lessons because they were afraid that they were contacting the enemy, which was Japan. Since Janine's dad was a licensed fisherman, the authorities arrested him not too long after. After that, they cleared everyone from Terminal Island, which is where they lived at the time. Where me- that's where many Japanese people lived, so Jean's family had to move. In the end, Jean and her family end up moving in a minor- minority ghetto in Boyle Heights. And they soon get a word that her dad is in Fort Lincoln, an all-male camp for alien enemies. That's because they thought he was the enemy. Even though he really wasn't, he still looked like the enemy. Even Jeanne noticed how people were treating her differently because of the way she looked. Eventually, the government ordered them to go to Manzanar, and her family thought it would, it would be good because they had heard stories of Japanese home being attacked, so they packed up their things and took a bus to Manzanar. But at the internment camp, they ate all food and were forced into living conditions that were really small and about that condition. While in Manzanar, they are shown how they were powerless to change with open bathrooms and compact living spaces and eating in mess halls. But the thing is, the longer they stay in Manzanar, the more they drift apart because in the beginning, Jian's mother tries to keep everyone together, but it doesn't work out. Several months later, Jian's father comes back, not as the same man. Since her father has been back, he's been acting differently, like such as hitting his wife and ki- kids. Well, that's mostly likely because of the trauma. Now, all he did. Now, all he does is get drunk and abuses abuses his wife when he tra- when she tries to comfort him. In one part of the book, Woody, Jean's older brother, tries to enlist in the army, but their father and Woody have an argument over it. But to come to a compromise, compromise for he still felt some loyalty to his country. But as time goes on, her dad gets better. When in school, she becomes interested in activities such as baton, whirling, twirling, and ballet because they were unmistakably American. One day, she asks her father to be baptized because she was more interested in Catholicism, but her father becomes angry and refuses her request because he prefers to uh, be because he prefers her to be Buddhist. That's because that's what their family's religion is. But later on, she says that she thanked him for his decision. It is soon announced that the camps would be closing soon. But the thing is, they were hesitant to leave because there was nothing for them to go back to. They eventually move on from Manzanar, and Jian starts school. And that's where she meets Radine, and they become kind of friends, but they are more acquaintances than friends. The thing is, even in school, there's limitations to what she can do. 
While at a PTA meeting, her father bows to the principal, and ups- this upsets Jean a great deal. Claiming that she claims that the bow was a way was something that she wanted to get out of, and most which most likely represented her culture. At the end of senior year, Jean is nominated for Carnival Queen and ends up winning, which upsets her father. Well, that's because he most likely doesn't want a- the attention, and he feels Jean is breaking away from her culture. But in the end, she wonders. What was it all for and questions her identity? In the end, she goes to college, gets married, and goes back to Manzanar. When in Manzanar, Jean reflects back on her life and how she doesn't want all those years of her life in the camp to be forgotten. Well, that's the whole book. Next up, we'll look deeper into the characters. Let's look into character analysis a bit more. Jean is the main character in this novel. Her family is Japanese, but Jean herself was born in Ocean Park, California. Throughout the novel, Jean teens from a naive, innocent seven-year-old into a mature, typical high schooler. Her experiences at Manzanar and racial prejudice directed towards her forces her to change into a different person. Like Angel said before, Jean changed drastically throughout her life. She starts out as a regular seven-year-old who doesn't really grasp how bad the situation is for her family right now, especially for her dad. And when her dad is forced to be separated from her family, Jean is not as devastated as the others as others in her family are. Why do you think Jean is not as shaken as everyone else's? Well, for one, Jean is only a seven-year-old, after all, and is still a child. I don't think she realizes how bad the, situa- the situation is for her father at the moment. Nevertheless, her, attitudes toward, her attitude towards her father changes from a hero to a hopeless in, in the novel. How so? I thought her father was always a hero, even though his superiority did slightly diminish. Well, for starters, when Jean's dad starts drinking when he arrives at Manzanar, Jean's level of respect uh, for him decreases greatly. She sees firsthand how out of control her dad is when he becomes an alcoholic and uh, almost contemplates fighting with him in order to stop him from hitting her mom. Yeah, her dad's drinking does reduce her respect for him, and Jean sees her dad in a different light for the first time. She always used to think that he was an all-powerful, but after realizing he isn't, her opinion of him totally changes. Also, when Jean's dad bows at a PTA meeting in front of her, she becomes extremely humiliated and embarrassed that her father would do such a thing. This is an instance where Jean has changed because she would never have been embarrassed, but after going through all the racism towards her, her father's actions humiliate her deeply. Don't forget when Jean's dad disapproves of her decision to become Catholic, she becomes very upset and angry at her father. Later on, when she gets nominated for Carnival Queen, he disapproves of her again. She no longer, but she no longer cares what her father thinks, and she doesn't really listen to what he says. Exactly. This is a perfect way of showing how Jean has changed, as she not only doesn't respect her father's opinions, she also doesn't listen to him now. Compared to her use of viewing him as her hero, this is a huge change that happens during their time together at Manzanar. Also, Jean used to never care about what race she was, and never gave a second thought about what others thought of her. However, all that changes when she returns from Manzanar. People start giving her weird looks on the street, and they treat her differently than other people, which makes her self-conscious and uncomfortable. Down to Caden's point, if I was in Jean's shoes, I would have felt the exact same way she did. It's very hard to be proud of your own culture by itself, let alone after multiple people view you as a betrayer and an enemy. So, when Jean starts to dislike her own culture and reject it due to constant prejudice and racism towards her, this shows another change in Jean's character from when she was a 7th grade, 7-year-old. I still think that Jean still managed to keep most of her identity, though. What do you think, Caitlin? I agree. I think that although she did go back and forth throughout her life about her identity, in the end, she really retained most of her true self, which is actually really hard because Jean faced a lot of obstacles in her life, way more than a normal person would. Excellent point. I completely agree with you. Now, we are going to dive deeper into the theme of this novel and explore the true meaning of Jean's writing. Now, let's talk a little bit about the theme of the novel. First, Haya, have you ever had an identity crisis? Of course. Everyone feels out of place at some point in their life. 
Well, Jeanne was really trying to fit in and had no idea where she belonged. Exactly. A huge recurring theme throughout the book was identity. When Jeanne was a little girl, she grew up being the only Oriental in an all-white neighborhood. Haya, how do you think this setting affected what a schoolmate thought of her? She faced a lot of prejudice toward her culture. She didn't like the Japanese culture, but as she was in Caucasian setting, she knew how to speak fluent English was despite many people she encountered. Many people judged her by her cover since people are only able to see a Japanese girl, but truly inside, she's longing to fit into American culture. Jian starts to show some interest in following Catholic ways and at Manzanar. She feels extremely suffocated in her culture and wants a way out. Right, that's why she starts to look somewhere else for faith. When she's at the camp, she can feel her family's religion, Buddhism, slowly fading in the background. This happens at the same time her family starts to fall apart when they are in Manzanar. Her, fam- her father doesn't really appreciate her looking to other cultures at this point. She really wants something to grasp onto in order to get, to all the, get through all the rough patch. I totally agree. The living conditions were extremely poor at the camps, and something like faith could help her. This really illustrates that that she is trying to find where she fits in because she feels rejected from her culture due to the family breaking apart. Jian's family was finally able to leave Manzanar. She starts school and is back on a non-diverse neighborhood. At this point in the story, her biggest desire to fit in, especially since people are extremely biased towards Japanese as they are, as they are the enemy. Janine would do anything for people not to see her as Japanese, so winning Carnival Queen would help her see more American. However, when she won, she felt ashamed that she was trying to change herself. In the end, she realizes that she is not just American or Japanese, but is Japanese-American. This is her true identity. I've enjoyed listening to an in-depth analysis of Farewell to Manzanar, including the plot, character analysis, and theme. And as you guys have been listening, you have probably been more interested in learning about the facts and research behind the Japanese internment camps. So now I'm going to give a little back, little background on these camps. Angela, what do you think? The novel gives a good description of what Jean's experience was like at the Camp Manzanar, but I'm definitely interested in learning what other camps were like. I definitely agree. I am really curious about different camp experience after all. There were over 100,000 people in these camps. Well, the camps began on February 19, 1942, after President Roosevelt signed Executive Order 9066 with the intention of preventing espionage on American shores. Army-directed evacuations began on March 24. People had six days notice to dispose of their belongings other than what they could carry. Anyone who was at least 116 Japanese was evacuated, including 17,000 children under 10 years old. Japanese Americans reported to assembly centers near their homes. From there, they were transported to a relocation center where they might live for months before transferred to a permanent wartime residence. Assembly centers offered work to detainees with the policy that they should not be paid more than an RV private. Jobs ranged from doctors to teachers to laborers and mechanics. There were opportunities for farm work during a labor shortage, and over 1,000 internees were sent to other states to do seasonal farm work. After the Japanese Americans went through the assembly centers, they were relocated to the permanent centers. There were a total of 10 permanent housing camps called relocation centers. Typically, some form of barracks. Several families are housed together with communal eating areas. Each relocation center was its own town, featuring schools, post offices, and work faculties, as well as farmland for growing food and keeping livestock, all surrounded by barbed wire and guard towers.
Violence was also very common in the centers. There were riots and attacks to escape, escape constantly. Internment camps ended in 1945 following a Supreme Court decision. In via the United States, it was ruled that the Warlick Relocation Authority had no authority to subject citizens who are concealingly loyal to its leave procedure. At the end of this torment was over for these few innocent Japan for these innocent Japanese Americans. I hope you guys have enjoyed this brief background on the internment camps, and I hope I have finished off talking about farewell to Banzar. It is a true story about a girl who is the youngest from Japanese American family during World War II. After the attack on Pearl Harbor, they are sent to internment camp. As Caitlin told us about the plot and summary of the book, we see, we see that the author had first person encounter the real life situation, which is that Japan had bombed Pearl Harbor and the U.S. officials believe that all Japanese people should be in internment camps in case one of them is a spy. The book is very emotional and goes into depth about what they faced in those camps. It showed how people lost their way of life, their home, and and they are embarrassed of who they are. Jian herself did not want to be who she was. She was embarrassed of who and what she believed in. Jian wanted to change almost everything about herself. This book talks about a time period that was very devastating. I would recommend this book to teens and adults and give this book three stars out of five. What do you think about the book, Angela? For me, I'm going to give this book a 3.5 out of 5 stars. Personally, I found the book slightly boring towards the end, as the action started dying down and as Jian started talking about her later life. In my opinion, I also think that Jian could have extended her content about her high school life, because I'm very interested to see how the rest of her senior year turned out. It would have also been nice to talk a little more about the rest of her family after Manzanar, since everyone else became pretty much non-existent when they left Manzanar. Overall, though, I still think this is a very good read and educated me on what the Japanese had to go through during World War II. Oh, I guess we had different opinions on the book. What about you, Caitlin? In my opinion, I think the book got a 3 out of 5 stars. This being that there were parts of the book that weren't as interesting as others. Although it was interesting to see how her father changed throughout the book and how he'd influenced her beliefs, but not necessarily in a good way. I don't really I don't really think she I don't really like how she wasn't really proud about her culture and that uh I can but I can see where she's coming from not necessarily feeling proud about it. But in my opinion, she just wants to become an entirely different person. I agree that there were parts that were more interesting than other parts of the book. What about you, Kira? I think I'm going to have to give this book a 4 out of 5 stars. Because it was something that I really enjoyed reading and learning about. However, Jean wrote this book in a very concrete way. She wrote only describing the facts and really did not reflect on some of the major parts of the book. I really liked the novel and plot, but it was missing that last piece of self-reflection. I totally agree with the last thing you said. What about you, Anjali? In my opinion, this book was 3.5 stars out of 5. I did enjoy this book because it related to World War II. However, this book lost my interest many times due to the fact that it did not connect with me on an emotional level. I was never able to feel her pain and sorrow, but I could visualize what she was going through. I did enjoy reading her book as it gave me a wider perspective, and I now am more knowledgeable on how the Japanese and the U.S. felt and were treated during World War II. As you can see, we all had different opinions about the book, and we all had different thoughts about it. Thank you for listening to the Farewell to Manzanar podcast. I hope you enjoyed it.